Howdy. Let's see what's going on. Mice touch, man. How you guys doing? Still alive after uh, Trump virus? Oh, that's good. Thanks for 130k. Love you the best, too. Glad uh, fake elect Trump electors in Georgia turn each other in stunning development eight days ago. Okay. I miss out. This is cute. Aggression. I didn't do it. I just want to squeeze you. I just want to bite your face. Don't really mean you any harm. It's just your positive feelings are too intense. Legal AF, we got big news in Georgia and big hot water for two lawyers representing at least 10 of the fake electors in the Fawny Willis criminal investigation against Donald Trump and others. We got a development, we got the first kind of reemergence of Fawny Willis, and, and I'll explain what also that spells for the Jack Smith parallel criminal prosecution as these two prosecutors bring their charging decisions to a head. Last we heard from Fawny Willis in a courtroom, she was addressing Judge McBurney about the pace of her indictment decision based on the special purpose grand jury's report. And she said then, a couple of months ago, that um, indictments were imminent. Indictments were imminent. In May, there's going to be a grand jury panel, regular grand jury, a charging, indicting grand jury in Georgia, and everybody expects that Fawny Wells is going to make her presentation to that jury and walk away with indictments of the fake electors that haven't been granted immunity. Donald Trump, Mark Meadows, Rudy Giuliani, and others on a conspiracy theory along with interference with Georgia election process. But we have an appearance by her just yesterday, which is very telling as it pulls back the curtain into her thinking, into how her mind works and where the case is at. It also puts a target on the back of Holly Pearson and Kim DeBrow, two lawyers in Georgia that have a lot of explaining to do to Judge McBurney about how they handled their fake elector clients and whether they properly communicated an immunity offer, an immunity deal that was on the table by the Fulton County Prosecutor's Office to their clients or whether they did not communicate that, which would be an ethical breach for them and a major professional world of hurt for them. Let's look at what was filed. There was the second attempt by Fawny Willis to disqualify Kim DeBrow a former assistant prosecutor in the Fulton County DA's office from representing all 10 of the remaining fake electors. There are 16 fake electors. A lot of them are in positions of power within the Georgia Republican Party, including David Schaefer, who is the chairman of the Georgia Republican Party, the treasurer, the assistant treasurer, lawyers, a state senator, are all part of this group. At one point, 11 of them were represented by two lawyers, co-counsel, Holly Pearson and Kim DeBrow, um, both being paid, get this, by the Georgia Republican Party. Their legal fees being paid by the Georgia Republican Party to represent these fake electors, including, at the time, the chairman of the Republican Party and a state senator. So we got that incestuous 
fee paying issue going on there. Low battery. Probably because Holly Pearson departed the case sometime at the end of 2022. But while she was still in the case, Fawny Willis's office in 2022 made their first motion to disqualify and argued that Pearson and DeBrow can't represent all 11 because they have interests that are not aligned and a lawyer ethically under the rules of professional conduct in Georgia and in other places can't represent at the same time simultaneously clients that have competing interests that where they'll be finger pointing between the two of them or that or or one one of them among multiple parties and so the judge said and this is his quote this is an ethical mess and impracticable for Kim DeBrow low battery all 11, let's say, 11 out of the 16 fake electors. And he particularly said there has to be a separate lawyer for David Schaefer, the chairman of the Republican Party in Georgia, because his actions and potential criminal actions look different in kind than the other 10. And so after that ruling, Kim DeBrow and Pearson stayed in the case, representing 10, Schaefer got his own lawyer. Now we fast forward. The judge instructed the prosecutor to grant immunity or offer to grant immunity to the remaining 10 under the Pearson low battery in order for them to testify give them immunity let them testify and so they they did that prosecutor's office offered blanket immunity to any or all of the 10 um, in return for cooperation And Holly Pearson reported back to the judge that none of her 10 clients, her 10 clients with Kim DeBrow, were going to take that deal. None, which is odd. Not one out of the 10 thought they were in so much criminal jeopardy that they'd want to take a deal, a deal of just cooperating for immunity. So that was sort of weird. Put a pin in that for a minute. But that's what Holly Pearson informed the court, an officer of the court telling the person in a black robe that they told the clients about the immunity deal, and that none of them took it. Hold that thought. Now we fast forward to April, to this month, and we've got Fawny Willis and her team of investigators bringing into their office two of the ten fake electors represented by Kim DeBrow, along with Kim DeBrow, who's sitting next to them. Meaning, we have two that are cooperating with the Fulton County District Attorney's Office against the others. That's what coming in to talk with your lawyer president means. It means you're making a proffer, right, in return for something. Now, it doesn't look like there's an immunity deal on the table, but two fascinating pieces of information now reported in the motion filed by Fawny Willis came out from that meeting. One... They, those two, pointed to more criminal conduct of one of the other 10 or 11 that used to be represented by the same lawyer. In other words, they pointed the finger at one or more of what used to be their fellow co-defendant and co-client and said they did really bad things, which creates an ethical problem for DeBrow because you can't continue to represent parties that whose interests are no longer aligned well, plus she didn't but secondly and this is more in the bombshell category yeah the the prosecutor revealed that during the interview they asked these two hey by the way did your lawyers tell you back at the towards the end of 2022 that we offered an immunity deal 
to no. to each of you, to any of you, to take the deal and testify, and they reported that they were not aware of the immunity deal. Meaning, if that's true, and we have no reason to believe they're lying, what, what's the incentive to lie about whether the immunity deal was offered to them? And that's something you would remember if you're a criminal target of an investigation, whether the prosecutors were willing to let you walk in return for cooperation or not. Holly Pearson, the lawyer at the time, told the judge, looked him in the eye, point blank, and said, we offered it to all of the, and did a filing related to it, we made an offer to all of our clients, including these two, and they said, no. Now these two are saying they were never, they didn't know about the offer. So if that's true, and that's in the report, or in the motion filed by Fawny Willis, that's going to be highlighted and red circled by Judge McBurney, who's going to be none too happy about that, because that could constitute contempt by Holly Pearson for violating a court order, lying to the court, so perjury, and a referral out to the Georgia Bar if all those things are true. Now, Holly Pearson has denied those things are true, but those are the facts as laid out by Fawny Willis in her filing. Kim DeBrow has her own ethical problem. Remember, she's getting paid by the Georgia Republican Party for her legal fees because they publicly disclosed that, and now she's representing two people, and she sat there during the interview. Two of her clients just said that one of her other clients has more criminal culpability than they do, finger-pointing, which means she's got to get out of the case representing all of them. And she sat there while they said that, that Pearson and DeBrow, her, never told them about the immunity deal. That's a problem for Kim DeBrow. I'm sure we'll be hearing from her in some... Kim DeBrow should be disbarred. of affidavit or declaration or live testimony if McBurney calls a hearing, which I'm sure he will, an evidentiary hearing, to get to the bottom of what happened to the immunity deal offer, why don't the client seem to know about it, and on this filing of the motion to disqualify. Let's take a quick break to talk about our next sponsor, Neurohacker Qualia Mind. Just like you, throughout the course of a work, mood, my memory, and my willpower to get things done. The formula is non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, and the ingredients are meant to complement one another. Nita's own lawyer. Now the judge is faced with Kim DeBrow having kept the 10, not being able to represent any of them because she's an ethical quackmire of her own making, and have her dismissed. Now if I'm Kim DeBrow, I look at that, and I withdraw my representation. Rather than keep fighting over the disqualification that is bound to happen, or as Fawny Willis reminded Judge McBurney of his own words in her filing, this is an ethical mess and impracticable for Kim DeBrow to continue to represent these people. But with the subtext of they may have been lied to, the court may have been lied to by the lawyers about the immunity deal being offered or not. That is a bigger problem. That is a tail that's going to wag this dog when the you-know-what hits the fan with the judge after reading the motion. So we have that going on. Also indicates where we are in the process. Because it's, it's the first time for people that thought Fawny Willis was sort of abandoning the case. I know this is Donald Trump's fevered dream that all the prosecutors are going to abandon their cases. This means she's closer to a, a charging decision. And that will be in May when she presents to the grand jury, taking what she developed in the special purpose grand jury, which in Georgia, unlike in other places like New York, you can present hearsay evidence 
secondhand evidence to the the indicting grand jury, along with some live witnesses, to walk out with your indictment. An indictment that looks like ever ever increasingly will be for conspiracy, civil RICO in Georgia, which is the racketeer influence and corrupt organization. Conspiracy, RICO, conspiracy, comma, RICO. Act, an organized crime developed body of law, which puts Donald Trump at the hub around a spokes, a, you know, think of it as a bicycle wheel of conspiracy, um, and the spokes are connected to other actors, Mark Meadows, Rudy Giuliani, Lindsey Graham, the fake electors. It's a way to tie everybody together in a coordinated conspiracy because they were all tied together in a coordinated conspiracy. So we've got that development going on. And what does it mean for Jack Smith? It means that Jack Smith, who's got basically three major or four major grand juries going on, where are he? Where is he with all those? And what does Fawny Willis moving ever closer to indictment mean for him? Because he's in a different system, right? He's in the federal system. And what does it mean if Fawny Willis goes first? We talked a lot about Alvin Bragg, Manhattan DA, going first of all prosecutors, but on Stormy Daniels. Here we've got overlapping factual issues between Georgia and Jack Smith and the feds on Georgia election interference and the use of fake electors to try to throw the election for Donald Trump, which makes the conflict between prosecutors more acute. Let's talk about it for a minute. Where is Jack Smith? Really close in a charging decision in Mar-a-Lago. How do we know? Because Evan Corcoran, who used to be Donald Trump's lawyer for all things Mar-a-Lago, not only was forced to testify two weeks ago before the grand jury in District of Columbia after being stripped of his attorney-client privilege and any other privilege and being naked and having to testify against Donald Trump, he's now withdrawn his representation of Donald Trump, recused himself, because he has to. Because under the ethical rules of a lawyer, you can't be a lawyer for a client where it's likely that you'll be a witness for or against the client. He's withdrawn. He's withdrawn because there's going to be an indictment in Mar-a-Lago for obstruction, maybe Espionage Act, for the mishandling of classified documents by Donald Trump. Obstruction, espionage. You don't think the Department of Justice takes that seriously? Go look at Jack Teixeira, formerly Airman First Class um, in Massachusetts and what, what's going on in his case having been picked up last week for espionage and, and espionage act so we've got that, he's really really close he's probably on the two yard line or one yard line, Jack Smith of a charging decision related to Mar-a-Lago on the one yards position with regards to making charges in Mar-a-Lardo Another one, which he's catch, which is catching up, is the investigation of another grand jury into the fundraising grift, raising two hundred and fifty to three hundred million dollars on the back of a lie that Donald Trump won the election and there was fraud that threw the election to uh, Joe Biden, and the amount of money that was raised in those emails and fundraising websites on the back of that lie, and how that money was used for attorney's fees in the various cases, including the civil rape case in New York that Donald Trump has to defend himself against, 
and um, paying for other witnesses to have lawyers of Donald Trump's choosing to interfere and obstruct justice by forcing them to testify in ways that are not consistent with the truth. That's another investigation, and that's going very, very quickly with a new round of people having testified against Donald Trump in the grand jury, up to a dozen people, including his national security team, former national security team. So you got that one. And then you've got everything related to the interference and the use of fake electors. And that's the overlap with Phony Willis. If Phony Willis is ready, as I've said in prior hot takes, um, uh, prosecutions happen when they're ready to happen and not before, right? Or we will try no case before it's time. We will bring no indictment before it's ready. If, if Phony Willis is ready first, she's going to bring an election interference fake elector case against Donald Trump and others in Georgia. We will try no case before it's time. Jack Smith and the feds be damned. If Jack Smith's not ready, that's it. He's, she's not going to be able, she's not going to be able, uh, he's not going to be able to stop her from pursuing her prosecution as a professional courtesy. She's going to go full steam ahead. If he wants to be first, then he better hurry up and get his indictment decision made, and then he'll be first out of the box. It'll kind of get sucked in the federal court. It's very unlikely that a federal judge will, or there'll be an ability to stay the state court proceeding, but on balance, it would be better for Jack Smith to go first if he can, but if he's not ready, he's going to have to step back, and he's going to get boxed out by Fawny Willis. And that's what we're going to watch come May just around the corner when that new regular grand jury seats and Fawny Willis is presenting this evidence as she sorts out cooperating witnesses on the, on the fake elector side, grants immunity to some of these people to testify about others because now they're all finger pointing, right? She threw them all in a barrel and now they're fighting their way out. And of course this spells doom and disaster for somebody like David Schaefer who is the Republican Party chair in Georgia, because if I had a guess of who they're pointing the fingers at, these two clients of Kim DeBrow, it's a David Schaefer. And then Holly Pearson and Kim DeBrow have their own problem with the judge, as they're being paid by the Georgia Republican Party because of ethical problems they have in continuing to represent these this group of fake electors. And Holly Pearson, perhaps lying to the judge about whether... They knew about the, her clients knew about the immunity deal or not. We follow that. In fact, we follow all of these type of stories, these politically charged cases at the intersection of law and politics on a podcast on the Midas Touch Network called Legal AF that I anchor on Wednesdays and Saturdays. And then I do these hot takes about every day right on this, right on this corner of law and politics. So if you like it, Come back and join me, and you can follow me on all things social media at MS Popak. This is Michael Popak reporting. Hey, Midas Mighty, love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram at Midas Touch to keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now. Neurologists are stunned. They've confirmed that ear ringing is shrinking your brain cells. Tinnitus is now known as precursor mm -hmm. dementia, according to the Mayo Clinic, where doctors have made a shock.
We will try. So that's uh, Georgia. It's conspiracy and RICO charges. More Lardo. Obstruction and espionage. And that's supposed to be on the one-yard position with regards to making charges in Mar Lardo, according to Lord Michael. We will try no case before it's time. Obstruction and espionage, conspiracy and Rico, yeah. Conspiracy and Rico. When are they gonna fucking uh, uh, disqualify him? When and how are they going to disqualify Diaper Don from public office based on insurrection and the fact he's broken every single damn law there is on the planet? Dawn. Rico Racketeering Influence Corrupt Organization Act Case Let's go Georgia Hold all responsible accountable Don't let them get away from pay for the crimes Lock them up they should at least be charged with violating the custom and never allowed to run for office or hold political or lobby the government. Definitely need to have their vote taken away from them. Definitely need to have their vote taken away from them. Exclamation point. And how can we file? And let's file to disqualify them all from public office based on 14th Amendment. Are you on Midas Touch Network? Question mark. Let's smash them with the truth. Let us crush them with the truth. <laughs> That's a good, good uh, quote. Wonder how you say that in. Uh, how do you say that in Latin? Like Banquiamo con veritas, crush them with the truth. Hmm. <laughs> okay. So, so that's.